Welcome to the Creative Photo Booth Podcast, an informational podcast with a weekly dose of topics on how to level up your photo booth business. Join us as we dive deeper into the photo booth industry and talk about how to stand out in a flooded market, set trends, and create a unique client experience. I'm Katie. And I'm Sarah. And we're your hosts. Hey guys, welcome back for another episode. We get so excited releasing these every week and we love having you guys tune in with us. This week, we are actually going to start this episode off with some of the less than fun moments of owning a photo booth and how to deal with them as a company. This past weekend, Sarah had an event that was definitely eventful, no pun intended, from props being torn, stolen, and just downright destroyed to a huge fight breaking out at one of her events. I wanted to get her feedback as a business owner on how to handle situations like that when you are in the moment, you know, from protecting not just your equipment, but yourself, because we talk a lot about, you know, the client experience and backdrops and props and some of the, you know, more fun things of owning a photo booth. But when you're at an event and you you know, can't control a crowd. It's not your job to control a crowd. And if things get out of hand and it puts your company and your equipment, you know, at risk, it's good to talk about these things and show the less than attractive side of owning a company and a photo booth. So Sarah, can you tell us a little bit about the event this weekend and just kind of what transpired? Yeah, definitely. So we had a wedding which we had to drive a little bit of a ways for. It was up in Santa Barbara and, you know, it was just a long day already. So it seemed like everything was kind of leading up to all of this from just everything that was kind of happening in the day, which was weird. But, you know, we got to the event, we set everything up, we got there early. Um, It just gave us a little extra time just to, you know, be really prepared. I know we talked about that on the last episode, but we set everything up. Everything was good to go. We still had probably about 30 minutes downtime. So Randall and I went to the car to, you know, go grab our guest book that we had for the bride. Did you um, both go to the car? Yeah. So we just grabbed a couple little things that we still need. I think it was like the guest book and I think like extra batteries or something, something that Randall needed. So we get back from the car and we come back into the reception area and we see like not all of them, but some of our props destroyed on the ground, ripped apart. People actually spilt like their drinks or their beer all over our prop table. So crazy. Yeah. It like seriously damaged a lot of our new Amber Prop Master props, which I was like so heartbroken. I just couldn't believe it. Like we walked in and we were literally gone for like five minutes max and we come back and Like none of our props are even on the table. The ones that were, were, you know, spilt on and then they were all over the ground and we just walk in and we're just like, what is going on? And we see just like probably a crowd of 25 people next to the photo booth and the bar. So we were set up right next to the bar area and they had like all of our props on and like I saw some guy chewing on one of our props and just like I think he was the guy that ripped apart 
our props and like I don't even know how many were actually ripped apart and it just was driving me up the wall. I was like, oh my gosh. Like <laughs> I told yeah, her. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, th- these are your props. Like yeah. you've invested in these, you've paid for these. This is part of your company and someone's yeah. destroying it. It's like they're ripping your heart out. Oh, totally. It just like <laughs> broke my heart. And this guy that was chewing on one of them, he was like wearing like two or three of our sunglasses. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, okay, I need to keep my eye on this guy because he's the one. I do that that all the time. (laughs) So I just, I, I felt like I had to babysit these people. Like it was really, really like nerve wracking on my end because I just see, you know, our cute fun props that we have, like just all the effort and time that we put into you know sourcing these things just to be like destroyed yeah and like people just not even caring like just ripping them apart being stupid trying to steal our sunglasses like it was just one thing after another and then before we even started there was this girl that was wasted she got so mad at us that our photo booth, we had it locked because we had walked away. So we like to do that. You know, if we walk away, we kind of lock it so no one can mess with it. I do the it. same. Yeah. yeah, because I've had people – I had – I was at one event that I did and we had our booth idled, but this is before we had a lock on. Uh-huh. And you have to type in a password mm-hmm. to get into the booth, but the way the booth is set up, like the way that it – came manufactured was that the password is on the screen Mm -hmm. and you hope that people are just not smart and don't read the screen (laughs) but we Joel and I we were actually idle this was part of our package we were Mm -hmm. not supposed to be on at this point and we had walked away from the photo booth you know thinking we had kind of locked it in a way that like the average person is not gonna know what to do you know just kind of like tap the screen and not know what's (laughs) happening and we came back and not only had they typed in the password, they had managed to open our photo booth, like photo software, what? and press start. And they took a photo, but they realized the flash wasn't on. So then they took, like, you know, the photo with the flash on yeah. and managed to completely operate our booth. Oh my God. And that's great for them that they were so smart. And it really obviously was not as hard to figure out as we thought it was because, yeah. you know, we've been working with our photo booth for so long and have been practicing with it. We just thought it was like, you know, Japanese or a completely other language that someone doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, typically speak. And this person had just come in and just like opened our booth without any regard to the fact that it wasn't supposed to be open. So, it's important to do that in my opinion, yeah. especially if you're by yourself or oh, if you're together but you're going to walk away like Joel and I did and like you and Randall mm-hmm. did. It's important to keep your booth locked and, you know, kind of protect it. Even yeah. though these people didn't do any damage by any means taking a photo, mm-hmm. they could have done damage oh, definitely. if they didn't know what they were doing. Or even wiped our software program or whatever it is, right. you know. Right. It's so easy just to swipe across the screen and access, you know, basically our tools or our programming, you know, and so or any settings, you know. So it's just scary that someone could do that. So we always make sure we lock it if we do step away because this 
you know, that puts us out of business if something were to happen like that, you know? Without the password on the screen. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Like my booth. We have a double lock actually. Now you have to type in the password twice. Really? Okay. Yeah, but on the first screen, you have to know the password to get into it. It's not on the screen, yeah. Yeah. So So she was so mad and furious at us, like literally livid. I'm going to go tell the bride how awful you guys are. This isn't – But she was drunk, right? Yes. She was so drunk. She seriously fell, you know, three, four times in front of me. And then I saw her stumbling again just after another, you know, like one thing after another kept happening. (laughs) It was – it was hilarious, but at the same time, I was It was really not irritated. hilarious <laughs> in the moment. Yes. <laughs> but looking back, you can take pieces and laugh at them. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. you know, there was so much happening um, in the moment. Randall was trying to be very, you know, fun and outgoing and making sure everyone was getting all Keep the Keep it photos. together. Yeah, but me, I had to be – that person that was just very um, confrontational to everyone and just kind of directing them. You know, they were very drunk by the time we got there. And it's hard to reason with people that are not completely coherent. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So this girl kept trying to put like all of her shots and drinks on our – like on top of our printer she kept falling and spilling stuff all over the place and I had to say to her like in a firm voice, like, please do not put that on our printer. This is very expensive equipment. And she was like just furious with me. She couldn't believe I was talking to her that way. And I said, please go put that somewhere else. You know, there's a bar over there. There's tables over there. Do not set it on that printer. That happened to Joel and I. There, <laughs> really? We were at it. Yeah, we were at an event that – it was a Halloween dance party and it was a very, very long event. And, you know, the longer it went and the later it got, the more drunk people were because it was at a brewery. Okay. And, you know, I was actually with Joel. We do not do this event by ourselves. Like I do not, if I have my attendants do it, there's going to be two. I actually don't even allow my attendants the last couple of years. They have not done it. It's always been Joel and I. And because we're, we're actually friends with the brewery, we love them. It's yeah. just the customers that come and it gets a little crazy. I could see that. So, yeah. So Joel and I do it together and we have the same – I mean, we deal with people trying to put the – you know, a, even a water bottle I don't accept on yeah. the photo booth. So needless to same. say, an open cup is absolutely not allowed. And we had this one guy that was trying to focus so hard on typing in his email <laughs> and he put his cup – on top of our photo booth, you know, trying uh-huh. to focus. Yes. And I think if I had gone up and taken the cup, he might have just been like, oh, you know. Yeah. I mean, he's drunk, but he probably wouldn't have reacted the way he did with Joel. He – Joel took it. And Joel – Joel was actually you yeah. in the situation. <laughs> I was like oh, – You're like, Randall. You just like <laughs> not put that there? Yeah. <laughs> and Joel's like – he just passive aggressively went up and like took his cup. Yeah. Just that's what held I was it. doing. <laughs> exactly. Joel was that. And, you know, Joel's trying to protect his wife, his photo booth. You know, mm-hmm. Joel deals with, you know, beer and, and like yeah. he's in the beer industry and he yeah, deals with drunk people. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. So he doesn't mess around. You know, he works at a brewery, so he doesn't mess around. And, you know, he took the drink and the guy just was, you know, just ready to fight Joel. Joel's like, I own this. So yeah. Exactly. You mean to throw it out? What do you want me to do? But you're not going to put it on my photo booth. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so I do – I think if I were you in that situation and I was by myself, I would – and I actually have been in – which I'm going to talk about in a little bit, but I actually have been in a situation where an event was a little crazy like that and you do have to stick up for your booth and yeah. you do have to be aggressive and just politely, yeah. but yeah, you're just protecting your company, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And I was just, you know, it put me in that mindset, I guess, from the moment we got back from the car to walking in, uh, my mind just kind of set to being that person that had to like be confrontational even to right. staff. You're bad cop. Yeah. Randall's exactly. good cop. Yep. <laughs> So I was just going around, you know, dealing with all of these. I was watching everyone very closely, dealing with all of these drunks and just making sure our stuff was protected. You know, if someone was being stupid, I was making sure that Randall kind of knew about it. Like I would tap him right. on the shoulder. And I would say, hey, you know, there's someone over here. Just kind of look out for them. Keep an eye out. Exactly. Yeah. Because he was – so he was by the bar kind of facing the wall. So he didn't really see what was going on, you know, outside of the photo booth. Right. Which is where the whole reception was happening. And so I was in that area closer to the reception and I could kind of see everything that was happening. So I just wanted to inform him of just his surroundings, you know, every probably 15 to 20 minutes because there was just so much happening, you know. So right. I think he really appreciated that because it just kind of – made him a little more alert. He's already alert, but you it's know, good when there was are, two of you. Yeah. You could act as a team. Exactly. You know, keep an eye out together. Yeah. Yeah. We had one of the one one girl, she just kept literally running into our umbrella, like our flash umbrella. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> she like literally ran into it. I don't know how many times. And I'm just like, do you not see that there? Like, <laughs> hello. And then she got her hair caught in it. I don't know how many times. And I'm just like, just please step away from the photo booth. Like I kept trying to pull her closer to me. Ma'am, please from step it. away from the photo booth. You sound right? like bad cop. Like, yes. ma'am, please step out of the car. Please yes. step away from the car. <laughs> I had to tap. I had to like tap her shoulder like every five minutes. Like, ma'am, can you please just step back a little bit? Like, oh, here, come, you know, print out a print and let's have you sign the book, <laughs> you know. So and I was then just walk away. To, yes. I was just trying Find to something get her else away. To do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know she was so drunk. She was just kind of sitting next to our printer. And I'm just like, okay, really? <laughs> and then her husband just like went over there to like pick her up. And he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm looking at my print. And she was sitting there for like 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that does happen. Yeah. I had I had someone in like a, where a situation where the wife was just so, so drunk. Like yeah. it was her her night out, you know. <laughs> oh, no. And the husband – yeah, the husband was thankfully taking care of her. He's very sweet, but she was just beyond the point of being drunk. She was stumbling over. And it's hard when people like that come in your photo booth because mm -hmm. on one hand, you don't want to deny them, I guess. I mean, we're going to talk about that in a, a minute and what to do, I guess, in our opinion, you know, mm -hmm. because it's always kind of just like what you feel to do in the situation. But she came in the booth and she was just stumbling everywhere and she didn't want anyone to take a photo with her. She wanted to take a photo <laughs> by herself. Oh my the issue goodness. was she couldn't stand up straight 
and she was starting to be a little bit of an angry drunk. So if anyone tried to help her, then she would get angry. And Mm -hmm. so we're all just trying to – she's still a person, whether she's drunk or not, you know, unless her husband's going to throw her over his shoulder and walk out, we have to treat her, you know, like, okay, like, well, let me just help you a little bit. Yeah. You know, and, and then and then she gets mad because she's like, I'm not drunk, you know? Like, yeah. you have those people that don't really realize, mm-hmm. like, how far they've gone. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you can kind of politely just say, all right, like, let's just, let's just get out of the booth or, yeah. you know, let me just help you take a quick photo and then you need to leave. But you also need to be careful because when they are at the point like this lady was, and it sounds like kind of some of the people <laughs> you were dealing with yeah. – especially the girl that was so mad that you guys were idled, you kind of mm-hmm. have to deal with, you know, could they – they don't really know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So could they get really angry and, you know, then cause like exactly. a scene and, and yeah. do something. So you kind of just like – for me in this situation, I was like, let me just help you really quick and then you're going to – then you're going to go. Like your husband's literally yeah. trying to get you to the car and you're going to go. Sure enough, they dropped their hands from holding her for one second and she fell – into our backdrop and completely took it over, completely took the backdrop out. There was nothing behind it because we were outside Mm -hmm. under a tree. So the whole thing fell over on her. Yeah. And in that moment, you're like, am I going to get sued? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that happened to us too. This guy fell into our backdrop and literally my heart jumped out of my chest. I was just like, oh my gosh, what do we do? But this guy couldn't even stand up. And exactly. He almost he was taking a photo with these guys and they were trying so hard just to hold him up. And I was just like, at, at this point, why are you even taking photos? <laughs> so he's like standing in front of the photo booth and he literally almost falls into the booth and Randall had to push him. And it's just like so scary in that situation because you don't know how they're going to react, you know. And that is why it's very important to have insurance. Oh, Definitely. For anyone that's wondering. Yeah. And we've had some people say, hey, can you tell us what insurance you have? No, because it is very specific to your business and your state. So you need to do your own research and maybe ask around photographers because you are a photography business. Ask around photographers if you have any photographer friends or anybody that you know owns a small business, what kind of insurance they have. But I specifically – just have insurance that I've had with photography and it's just very specific to, you know, your state and who you want to go with and what your business can afford yeah, and just what's right for you. I do know that State Farm does small business insurance. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how expensive it is. I personally, you know, like I said, use a photography insurance. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you do message us, we're just going to say that. So we're just going to tell you to do your research, but please have insurance. (laughs) Yes, always. So I didn't even mention a fight actually broke out at this event. (laughs) That is the – I would say that is, you know, the main point. If you were like filming this and this is a movie, this would be the the main part of the movie. Yes, this is like the climax. (laughs) Yep, yep. So yes, I was standing there. We had 30 minutes left of the event. And a fight broke out. I, like, saw the dance floor kind of scatter. Like, I'm just like, what is happening? Like, it literally just kind of scattered. There was people, you know, to the right of the dance floor, to the very far left. And 
I'm like, what is happening? I don't know what's going on. I tapped Randall on the shoulder again and I said, hey, something's going down. I don't know what's about to happen. There might be a fight. And sure enough, like five minutes later, I hear tables being flipped over, glass breaking, screaming. Everyone is trying. Which is scary. Yeah. Everyone is trying to figure out what's going on. Like everyone's running over to what was happening. And I saw a lot of the men just trying to break up the fight. But it looked like six guys were trying to like fight each other. But then it was really down to like the two or three that were in the fight, of course. So just this huge thing happened right in the middle of the reception. Um, they kind of grabbed the bride and she went ran off to like the bridal suite. And I felt so bad. It. How long had you been at the event by this um, point? So we got there around 6 to set up. The photo booth was supposed to be on from 7.30 to 10.30. I think this was around 10, like 9.45, 10. So we only had a little bit left to go. And she just – I looked over. I saw her right away, and she just started crying. Like her face was just like in shock. She just started crying. Her bridesmaids grabbed her. They were running to like the little bridal suite or the restroom area, I guess. And I just felt so bad. Like that seriously is devastating. You know, that ruins someone's wedding, you know, and it's just, it was seriously heartbreaking. And just everything that was happening, I'm like, Randall, what do we do? Like everyone just kind of froze. We didn't know what was going to happen, you know. There's been a lot of shootings out here. We don't know what's going to take place next, you know, and so it's kind of scary in that moment, and everyone just kind of froze. Like, Randall was getting ready to take a picture of this group of, you know, older people. I think they were, like, her parents and, like, her grandparents, and everyone just kind of froze, and we just kind of, like, you know, hid to the side a little bit, like, got everyone kind of out of the way. But um, eventually – Did you, like, get in front of your booth at all to try to, like, protect that Yeah, we're kind of off to the side of it. Randall was close to it, but I tried to get, you know, away from the situation, like, as far away as possible, you know. And we ended up seeing some of the staff and a lot of the guys, like, just kind of pushing, like, all the guys out of the reception area and – they pretty much kicked them out. So all the guys ended up leaving besides like the elder elderly people, you know? Yeah. And so um, we had a good, you know, 30, 45 minutes left. And I kept telling Randall, I'm like, should we pack it up? Like what should we do? Yeah, I was going to say, when the fight <laughs> broke out, did you consider packing up your booth and leaving? And what do you do in a situation like that to protect not only your equipment but yourself? Yeah. You know, at that point, do you think your client – would understand if you were like, I felt in danger of myself and my equipment. It's not that I was ending our contract. It's that your event no longer, you know, provided a safe environment for my company to give you the services that were under the contract. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to really bad because I, you know, I've been in these situations before. I've done like marketing promotions and stuff like that. And You know, when it gets out of hand, you want to protect yourself. At the end of the day, it's about protecting yourself. And if you feel uncomfortable in a situation, you have the right to leave, you know, and it's not on you. You are just protecting yourself. So I guess I had that mindset. Randall was like, no, it's okay. You know, I'm here if anything does happen. Like we still have, you know, 30 minutes. 
if, you know, it kind of dies down and everyone decides to leave, which half of half of the party decided to leave after that. Um, he's like, we'll probably pack it up. Um, but I guess the DJ kind of came on probably about 10 to 15 minutes later, tried to like, you know, calm down the crowd a little bit and like kind of feel it out. Um, so it was a lot of like girls left and like, you know, elderly, um, grandparents and stuff like that. So, um, we decided, you know what, we're just gonna keep going for the 30 minutes, um, have a good time with them (laughs) yeah. see how it kind of fizzles out, but it ended up being okay. Um, if it would have just, you know, kind of flatlined like the event was dead or they kind of called it, we probably would have packed it up. And I I know the bride. That's what I think I would have done. Yeah, exactly. I think I would have done the same thing because I think, you know, when you have a moment like that, you're kind of like you freeze and you're like, do I pack up and leave? Mm -hmm. And you wait for the vibe of the crowd. And if everyone – kind of comes back to normal and things kind of settle down and the people who were causing the issue left, then I would say stay. I think if the bride or the venue manager or the wedding coordinator comes over and says, pack your stuff and leave, then you pack up your stuff and you leave. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I think that's how I would handle it. Definitely. And if it was like that, if everyone started leaving and the DJ just kind of said, all right, that's it, guys then we would have left. I think it would have been a little awkward if we decided to leave and then music was still going. I was just like, okay, if music is still going, everyone's still having fun, we'll just keep going for the 30 minutes, you know? I will say in that situation, after you had drunk person after drunk person coming into your booth, messing with props, ruining props, stealing props, then this fight broke out and you were afraid for your safety I think if you had decided to pack up in the last 30 minutes, I think it would have been understandable. Definitely. On the flip side. Yeah, definitely. Because I talked to the bride after to give her her guest book and she just, she was so, you Mortified, know, apologetic. Sure. Yeah, and apologetic. She was like, I cannot say I'm sorry enough. Like you and Randall are seriously amazing and your graciousness, everything. Like thank you for the experience. I am so sorry about all of my friends. You know, now we know where our friendships kind of stand. Like, you know, it's kind of scary that they invited these, you know, friends that they thought were their good friends to their wedding. And this happened, you know, and she said, I'm just absolutely, you know, heartbroken that this did happen. And she goes, please let me know if there's anything I can do, you know, just to help you guys or accommodate anything or, you know, pay you guys whatever I need to, let me know. And she just, she couldn't stop saying sorry. And I just said, hey, enjoy your wedding night. Like, please don't let this bother you. This still is your wedding. You know, just spend some time with your husband, like go back to the room, like just try to wind down a little bit, you know, and don't think about it too much, you know. I think life events like that bring out the best and the worst in people. (laughs) Right. You know, your friends and that kind of thing. Yeah. So going back to the drunk people that just were constantly in your booth, and we we understand that people are going to be drinking at events, but this was clearly an event that was beyond any kind of, you know, normal level of just being drunk. Yeah. This is like – you should have gone home an hour or two ago, you know? <laughs> yes. So looking back now that you have the experience of this event, do you think 
there is ever a point where you should deny a particular guest or several guests access to the booth that are drunk or not treating you and your equipment properly? If so, do you ask some of the venue staff for help? What do you do in that situation? Oh, definitely. Um, We saw drunk person after drunk person, you know, and this guy at, I would say, around 8 o'clock, 8.30. So we still had a couple hours to go. He could not stand. He's the one that fell into our backdrop. He's the one that almost fell into our photo booth and Randall had to push him. So I went to the manager and the staff and the bartender and I said, hey, can we please stop serving this guy? Like he is to a point where it is endangering us. It's, you know, going to harm our equipment. Is there any way we could stop serving some of these people? They're obviously over the limit. And they were like, yeah, we're going to we're going to try to do everything we can. We see it happening. So um, we're going to put a limit to them, you know, and I feel like to me, so I've been in the restaurant bar industry for some time and you can tell when people are over the limit. And I know it was a wedding, but I would have taken those precautions as the bartender or the manager and I would have cut those people off, you know, because obviously they can't handle themselves. And a guy literally threw up on top of the bar. So it's just like, why do you keep serving them? You know, cut them off. They're at that point. You know, they're just being, you know, a little too much. And you should take it, you know, into your hands of being that person saying, hey, sorry, we're done serving you for the night, you know. And that way, nothing bad does happen. But I think because this was this was a restaurant, um, it was a wedding reception at a restaurant. It was a really nice restaurant. But he said there's been wedding th- weddings there all the time where, you know, they have such a great time. I feel like this is the first time they've ever really encountered a situation like this. So I think they were trying to figure it out themselves, honestly. Well, you said people were also bringing their own flasks yes. too. Oh, yeah. They had like bottles of tequila in their jacket and flasks that were like massive and they were just pouring it in their drinks so they would get like a margarita and then like suck it down halfway and then pour tequila in it and I'm just like wow (laughs) yeah this is why they're acting like that (laughs) I had an event you know a couple months ago that was not nearly as bad as Mm -hmm. you know I managed to only lose one pair of sunglasses. <laughs> and I think I actually mentioned this in a previous episode, but you know, I was actually well, I mean, I was I was by myself at the event. Yeah. And I was walking around looking for the sunglasses because when I put sunglasses on my table, I count how many I put out. Mm-hmm. And every time I have a group go through, I count to see how many is on the table. And if one is missing, I will track you down. Same. And, you know, some people might be like, just buy cheap sunglasses and don't worry about it. But that's not my business policy. I have fun sunglasses that are not cheap. And and it's also just the principle. You know, there there are people that genuinely forget and that is no problem. We've mentioned that on the podcast before. But then you have people that are having fun. They're a little bit drunk. They're like, oh, I'm totally just going to keep wearing these. And I'm like, no, you're not. I'm going to take those back. So I would, you know, scour the crowd, go through it, and I would literally just take the sunglasses off the person's head. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. No questions. No, hey, do you mind if I take those back? I would just take them back with a smile, like kind of a passive aggressive smile, just a little bit. (laughs) And I take them back. And if they like are like, hey, what are you doing? I'd be like, well, these are not yours. They're mine. So, you know, and I would just go back to doing my thing because they didn't leave them for the next guest and the next guest want to use them. So exactly, I only managed to lose one that event because I was so fiercely, you know, going through and finding them and ripping them off people's heads, um, yeah. which I have never, ever had to necessarily do other than, a, you know, the brewery event. We've kind of had to like track people down a little bit. But this event – I was specifically coming from a place of needing to protect my company a little bit, which is why I kind of had the aggression of like taking the props back because I was by myself and I was dealing with just the the setup of the booth was not in an ideal place. There was so much traffic coming through. There wasn't even a ton of people, but the space that the event was in was so small that it just made the traffic coming through because I was kind of in a hallway just unbearable. They kept hitting like on accident, just kept running into my paper tray on my printer. So that kept falling off. So then I had to just take that off. Then there was nothing to catch the prints. And then at one point, I think someone was walking by when a print was printing out and their leg just on total accident shoved the print back into the printer and it messed up the printer. And so it was like, yeah, it was just like one thing after another. And they were getting more drunk. You know, I was only there for like three hours. It wasn't even a long event, but they were just getting more and more and more drunk. You know, there were body parts coming out. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, which managed to not make it into the final gallery, I will say, um, <laughs> that I sent the person that hired me. But um, just they were just getting like more and more crazy. I had one guy that – and I can't remember if I mentioned him on the podcast before, but one guy that was really drunk and – He was just shouting like F-bombs at everyone, but in like a joking way, but in an obnoxious way. Like he was like, F you, F you, but for like he he thought he was being funny. And every time – so I don't let people touch the booth because I don't – I just don't want anything to go wrong with it. I We specifically have an attendant and an operator to help run the photo booth. So I don't let anyone touch it other than when they're putting in their information for, you know – like email and text messaging. So I always press start. And this guy, because he was drunk and just not paying attention to me at all, he would go up and he would press the screen so hard that it pushed my photo booth back every time he did it. Oh my gosh. And he did it once. And I said, oh, okay, next time I'm actually going to start it. And I was I was definitely starting to just get a little – yeah. Like not just him, but like everything about the night. Yeah. Everything about the night. I was just very like I was definitely starting to get that aggressive, not passive. Mm-hmm. I was getting aggressive in still a polite way, but in a way that was like assertive. Oh. And yeah. <laughs> you know, we we did their picture and then he's like, "Come get in the booth with me." And he had more people. And he got ready to do it again and I absolutely pushed his hand away. And I said, "I will <laughs> I will start the booth." I will be starting the booth. Yeah. And, but the thing is, you know, in that situation, I'm not trying to be rude, but he's so drunk Mm -hmm. that he doesn't even know that I'm being assertive. Yeah. They don't comprehend anything. I don't know how many times it was literally every two minutes I was, hey, can you please not do that? Hey, can I please grab those glasses back from you to put back on our table? Yeah. 
And so I had to be so firm to everyone. And you just get in that mindset of being polite but very firm so you can confront these people that, you know, they're drunk and you want to make sure they understand you. So I feel like, you know, just a firm tone really It's also keeping them (laughs) safe. (laughs) Exactly. You know, because – it, for me, like the event that I was just talking about, mm-hmm. my goal in that situation is I have a client that has hired me to provide a service and these people are starting to go on the verge of making the service that I'm providing unsafe for everyone. Exactly. Even the people that aren't as drunk. Yeah. So in those situations, I am polite, but you have to be assertive and find a way to, you know, not be scared and not get anxious and make sure that you know, whether that means talking to the host or the venue, you know, manager and saying, hey, I'm actually going to pack up because I no longer feel safe or making it through the night in a way that, you know, you get those drunk people in and out of your booth. Maybe you don't let them come through. Mm -hmm. Maybe you ask event staff, like I was saying, to kind of help you manage those people. And I think that's okay. I think that is 100% okay. Kind of picking out people that are too drunk. You know, I had, I was at one event where the, it was actually the brother of the groom, he was so, so nice, so nice. Mm-hmm. Then he started drinking, and turns out he's an angry drunk. Oh, no. And thankfully, we were only there for two hours. Yeah. So the only things that we got were things like, well, how come you didn't tell me I could text? You're not even doing your job. Mm-hmm. Or he would come up and try to direct people and how to pose, and he's like, you guys can't even do your job. Like, I have to come over <laughs> here and do it for you. So that was kind of all we managed to get because by the time he was like starting to actually get really drunk, it was time for us to leave. So we kind of flew under the radar with that one. Mm -hmm. But if you, you know, are in a situation where you're going to be there much longer and you are dealing with people like that, absolutely ask for help. So kind of going back to that other event where, you know, I was taking glasses off people's heads and that kind Mm -hmm. of thing because of the hallway and how just crazy it was with the line it it really wasn't it really wasn't safe there was yeah. and and you have to also think about from a standpoint of they basically they would like walk through this hallway and they would go into this room and i was in the hallway and the room was where the event was being held the only real exit i think they had one exit that was, you know, off to the side, but it's kind of like the movie theater exit. No one uses it unless it's like an absolute emergency. (laughs) So, you know, in the face of panic, everyone's just going to go out the way they came in, which would have been this hallway. And the hallway was so small. And then you add my photo booth and then you add people in line and then you add people trying to come in and out of the hallway. They were blocking the hallway. And at that point, it's a fire hazard. And, you know, it's a safety hazard because you're blocking an exit. So I just kept having to say, I need everyone who is in line with the photo booth for the photo booth to get against the wall. And I had to recruit two of the bouncers and they were like more than happy to help me. Yeah. And I I recruited them. Yeah. I was going to say, did you have to have like help during this situation? I definitely did because I was assertive and people definitely were listening to me. Yeah. But – you know, when I'm trying to run the photo booth, I can't – and the the line was to my back and mm-hmm. these people are also drunk and they're just having fun 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're talking. They're and not they – don't, They don't realize, you know. They're not remembering to stand in line like a bunch of sheep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, well, I guess I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's the opposite. Maybe they are the sheep because they're just kind of like all over the place. But they don't – they're not like – you know, every time I say stand against the wall, they're like, oh, right, yeah, stand against the wall. Yeah. And because they're just talking and having fun. So anytime – so basically I had the bouncers bring over some stands. So we kind of roped a line off. And still, throughout the night, those ropes just kept getting pushed and pushed and moved and moved. And I was constantly having to, like, uh-huh. readjust. But throughout the night, the bouncers would be like, in line. <laughs> Everybody <awesome. laughs> get in line. So, you know, and I, like I said, I was by myself at that event. So you definitely have to be assertive, ask for help, leave if you don't feel safe. You know? See, that's the thing too. It's like you don't really know this situation is going to happen until you're like in the situation, I guess. You know, Randall Absolutely. and I didn't expect for any of this to happen. And he said the night before, he's like, you know, I could just go by myself. It's fine if you're, you know, tired or you want to stay home or work on some stuff. You know, I can go by myself. And I was like, um, usually when we do have a guest book, we like to go together. Have two people. Yeah. yeah. Because it's just so much like Randall can't do the photos and prints and then put it in the guest book. So I always try to go with him if they do get a guest book or a guest album to put their prints in um, because it just helps like designate the line, I guess. And it helps like get everyone kind of away from the photo booth and then in my area. So I was like, no, I have to go with you on this one. You know, it's a far drive. I just want to make sure, you know, you're okay and just be there just in case. And sure enough, we were in this situation, you know, and you don't know before you go to an event what's going to happen at that event. You don't know how drunk people are going to be, you know. So it's kind of scary at times. Like in your situation, you were – if Randall would have gone by himself, he would have been, you know, dealing with what you were dealing with with – having to be, you know, confronting to everyone, all the guests, like and trying to do, yeah, trying to do like multiple jobs all in one, you know, and that just would have been, you know, crazy. <laughs> I don't think he could have done it. I think the only thing he has on me is some extra muscle. Oh, definitely. But, <laughs> but mentally it's difficult. Yes. Yeah. Don't you feel so drained after? Like it's just Absolutely. mentally exhausting and physically like you don't, you don't know how much it takes out of you until, you know, you're you're driving home or the next day you wake up and you're just like so mentally drained. <laughs> so going back to the the props that got stolen and mm-hmm. destroyed, did you ultimately end up billing the client for the props? So I talked to Randall about this and he was like, you know, I feel I feel that we shouldn't bill her because she did pay for three hours at our normal pricing. We did charge her for travel. She did add on the guest book, stuff like that. He was like, I feel like this is just cheesy. If we bill her for some of the props, it's just cheesy. You know, we're in the photo booth industry. This is going to happen. You know, we deal with drunk people. We are at these events. You know, people forget whatever the situation is. He's like, It's just kind of cheesy at the end of the day. I don't want to bill her for it. You know, we charge enough where we can order more props, you know, and we are, you know, a premium luxury photo booth, not, you know, a cheaper booth where we are having to charge for that. So I was like, okay, you know what? Like that makes sense to me. We won't bill her. I asked her though, instead of, you know, us billing her for those props, 
could we get two awesome reviews from her? And she was like, of course, whatever you guys need. Like, I will do anything <laughs> for you guys. So yeah, she left us two great reviews, you know, on Wedding Wire and Google. And I sent her gallery and she's just so happy. She's a happy client. She feels so bad. But, you know, I was kind of going back and forth with the idea of charging her or not. But at the end of the day, you know, we do source these things. They're replaceable. You know, her wedding is not replaceable. That, that to me, in my opinion, sucks. And that is just heartbreaking. So the, I guess the less pressure I could take off of her shoulders because she's already feeling bad. You know, I just wanted to make her feel good in this situation. I said, don't worry about it. If you could just leave us a couple good reviews and I'm sending you your gallery today on a lighter note. Hopefully that makes you happy. And sure enough, she's been tagging us on Instagram. And so it just created a happier client, I guess. <laughs> so I'm going to counter mm-hmm. what Randall said and give another side of the opinion for okay. listeners. <laughs> so in my opinion, and again, I have not necessarily I, – I've been in the situation that you're in, but not quite as extreme. So mm-hmm. obviously I've had props get stolen. I've had people try to steal props that I've gotten back. I've had people that innocently – forgot their, you know, sunglasses were on their head and they got taken. Mm-hmm. And then I've had where I did a Cinco de Mayo event and obviously there was a lot of drinking there and people were pouring wine down our horse head and oh they were spilling their drinks all over our prop table and it ruined some of our Amber Prop Master props because, you know, obviously they got wet and then we had the the client had put some like paper mache um, flowers, you know, to like Mm -hmm. decorate our table. And they ended up bleeding all over our props and our tablecloths. And then I ended up, you know, losing a tablecloth. And yeah, in general, you know, a lot of our stuff kind of got ruined. And I think on one hand, as a photo booth company, you need to know that these things may happen. Mm-hmm. And I think that you do need to factor that in when you're buying props. And I think you do need to charge a good amount for the service that you're providing, especially if you're buying Amber Prop Master props or if you're investing in any kind of props that are like high quality. You need to kind of take that into account when you are setting your pricing because, you know, by providing these higher quality props, you know, you are providing a higher quality service and that means it is going to cost more. And if you have to replace these things, it's going to cost more. I have in our contract that a client does have to pay, like I have like a a set amount for, it's actually per prop just because it's like, it's more of like a blanket statement and it kind of covers me. However, in that situation where you know, the Cinco de Mayo, I had a few things that honestly, I think I only really like, obviously we, we clean our props. So yeah. the horse head wine situation was not a big deal. It was just kind of like, okay, you're really drunk. This is annoying. <laughs> you know, my attendant yeah. was the one that was having to deal with it. And then I just bleached our white tablecloth and those are fairly cheap, you know, at Target. So not concerned about that. And mm-hmm. then I assessed the damage of the Amber Prop Master props and honestly, the only one that really got like – and it's not even ruined. It's just more like, oh, this is annoying. It was our action, our um, our logo prop mm-hmm. and I showed it to you. Remember I sent you the photo yeah. of it and the back of it just has like some watercolor damage. So it's really not that bad. 
And even in that situation, let's say like one or two things did get ruined. I think you have to assess the damage and decide what it means to you. For me in that situation, I definitely would never, you know, even though it's in my contract and I have every right to, I would never bill my client for that. Yeah. In your situation though, I will say that because you did have several props stolen and you tried to get them back, they weren't just like, it got so crazy. People just stole our props. You were put in a situation that was unsafe in my opinion Mm -hmm. and your props and your company and everything about your equipment and your setup was pretty much exposed to a little bit of just like an unsafe environment. And you tried very hard to get the props back, but their guests were just belligerent and not listening. And ultimately just you couldn't – like you tried so hard to, you know, avoid the situation and provide your props continually for every guest coming through. But they did get taken no matter how hard you tried by that one guest. And then, you know, people were like actually biting them, tearing them. And that's all money out of your pocket. Mm -hmm. And I think part of the reason that you do charge a good amount is because, like I said, you are providing a quality experience and you are investing in quality props. In this particular situation, if you have a couple props that, you know, you have to expect things like that are going to happen, in this situation, it wasn't just a couple. It was like several sunglasses, several Amber Prop Master. And it wasn't just like, oh, things got crazy. It was people actually damaging your things, Mm -hmm. whether they were drunk or not, like on purpose. And so if it were me, just because of the whole night, everything – from being put in danger. And I don't I don't mean to sound like extreme, yeah. you know, or dramatic about it, but when a fight does break out, that is a little scary. And it wasn't just that. It was the way your interactions with guests and the whole event was just you know, just not normal basically and it wasn't even the the normal level of drunk people. Exactly. If I was in your situation, I would have said typically we don't bill for props. However, because it was just this particular situation where we did try really hard to reason with guests and we asked for our props back and we tried to work with them and try to keep track. But ultimately, like, we did have several things that were taken. We had several things that were torn and destroyed. You know, we are going to bill X amount. Like, don't bill for every single prop, but just bill, like, just a, a little amount that you feel comfortable with that helps you get back, you know, some of the value. Because exactly. of every – event happen like that, you -hmm. would not be able to provide the quality service that you provide. Like you can't go on if every client, if every client's guest treated your booth like that, you might as well be charging very, very little and not investing in props if you were going to expect to have them treated that way. So like I said, in a normal situation, even though I have it in my contract that I can charge, Mm -hmm. I don't. But in your in that particular situation, I would have just sent her an invoice, and I would have ex- I would have explained, I am so sorry that you had to deal with everything, and I would have been you know very very understanding. But I would have just said, because we had so much that did get damaged, I am going to charge you fifty bucks or yeah. whatever you feel comfortable. I like I said, I wouldn't nickel and dime her for every prop, but I would have exactly. just said, look, we did have some things that we do have to actually replace now, and you know, you can't afford for that to happen Mm -hmm. at every event. So 
That's, that's kind of my counter. <laughs> exactly. And I think that would have been the case. I kept going back and forth with it. You know, I feel like that would have been the case if this was probably the second or third time happening. But since this was the first time this has ever happened, Randall was like, no, I don't want to bill her. I feel like we shouldn't in this situation. It was so much. And I was like, I was kind of having a hard time with it because <laughs> I wanted to. Yeah. And you tried but, to call me and yes. for whatever reason, my phone uh, did not tell me how to miss call. So, so yes. sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so I just let this one go and, you know. Which I think is totally fine. You yeah. ultimately have to do – I just wanted to counter that just because we are oh, – yeah doing this as an episode. And also, this was not our topic, but it ended up being our topic. <laughs> yeah. Like we said, we always just go by what's kind of happening in our lives in the moment. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we just pivoted and <laughs> dove into this topic about what could go wrong and how to handle it. But also, you know, we we you kind of just have to handle things based on in the moment. And there's no like right or wrong way. It's just kind of good to think about these things and like we said having insurance and things like that but it's all going to come down to you know if you if you deal with an emergency you don't necessarily I mean less unless you're trained which not everyone mm -hmm. is like I'm not trained yeah. in CPR you know <laughs> so in that in that moment you just do the best that you can for any kind mm -hmm. of emergency whether it's a business emergency or an actual like life traumatic emergency you do the best you can but it's good to like think about these things and not just oh, let's be creative and let's run a, a business. And, yeah. you know, these things don't happen every day, but it's part of running a business. And I think the more confident you are going in and you know how to be assertive, but also respectful and polite and handle, handle your business and present yourself in the best light when things like this do happen and know that they could happen, especially because we're dealing with events where people are having fun, but sometimes the fun goes a little too, you know, the opposite direction. Mm -hmm. I think these things are just good to think about. I feel like it's also really good, you know, just to protect your business. You know, we are a photo booth and we are there to have fun. But at the same time, we have expensive equipment. We have expensive, you know, props, backdrops, all of the stuff that we do have. And we need to make sure people are respecting our business, you know, and they're coming through the booth and, you know, enjoying the experience, but at the same time, if anything were to happen or put you in harm or your business in danger or equipment were to get damaged, we need to take the right protocols to making sure, you know, we assess the situation, but also we can handle it too, even as business owners, you know. And so I just feel like that is really, really important and just protecting your business in general. And so this is why we wanted to do this episode because it just kind of put us in a situation that we haven't been in before and this is all a new experience for us so you know we had to kind of figure some things out but now moving forward we're able to you know move forward and know what to do next time if this situation were to occur again so I hope no one has to deal with anything like this <laughs> yeah and you know I well I feel like I've dealt with things I haven't really dealt with a fight breaking out but I've yeah. definitely definitely dealt with everything that you dealt with in a similar mm -hmm. manner. I mean, from people just being really drunk and just being like, why isn't this photo booth open? And then yeah. stealing props and then obviously pouring down, you know, wine down the horse head or, you know, I had one guy like kick a prop. I think I mentioned that in the last yes. episode or, or something, you know, so you just, you definitely deal with things. I think 
when a fight breaks out, it takes it to like a whole different level. So I think you just have like, you know, the top tier in the situation yeah. <laughs> of like dealing with difficult events, but you definitely should, you know, prepare for dealing with drunk people and, and not go like, don't be scared. Like yeah. I do events all the time, but just know, just feel it out. And if you and do see a situation, alert. yeah, right. be alert of your surroundings. You know, if you are running the booth by yourself, just peek over your shoulder every, you know, 15 minutes or so. I would say 10 to 15 minutes because it's just going to make you more aware of the situation and, you know, you could kind of assess your surroundings and that just helps. You know, I was tapping Randall on the shoulder every 10 to 15 minutes, just, hey, this person's right behind you. Hey, this person's drunk, you know, just letting you know. And I think that just really helped him, you know, be in the mindset of trying to create a fun experience, but also be alert of everyone around him too, you know, and just trying to make it, (laughs) make it for what it was, you know? Exactly. Well, (laughs) like we said, this was not the episode that we were planning on doing this week. So we'll save the other one for a really fun week, maybe probably next (laughs) week. But that wraps up, I guess, this episode because it ended up being pretty long. And yeah, we just, we wanted to just give some of the other side of owning a business, not just a photo booth, but, you know, if you're a wedding photographer, you deal, you're going to deal with the same stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, you actually deal with some more stuff, which I'm not going to get into, (laughs) But you just – when you're doing events and there's drinking involved or even just people, like you're just dealing with people, you just have to be prepared in whatever situation and just expect the best and hope for the best. But then occasionally just, you know, be mindful of when things like this happen or if there's a huge guest list or you have a long line and just knowing – you know, how to manage anxiety and not get upset. And just like we we keep saying, just be assertive and, you know, respect the guest and respect your host, but be protective of yourself and your equipment and just knowing how to do that. So. But as always, you know, be sure to subscribe and leave us a kind review of your takeaways from the podcast. We use these conversations to inspire photo booth owners to create new ideas or in this situation, in this case, have better insight going into their events, you know, and pursue a strong business career, you know, in the photo booth industry. So we hope this kind of gives like the less than appealing side of a business and photo booth, Mm -hmm. you know. And if you guys haven't already, please join us for our Facebook group, the Creative Photo Booth Podcast. This is where we have all of our conversations. Everyone is welcome. This is a safe space for all photo booth owners out there just to connect. And if you are in these situations, you know, put a post out there, hey, I need help. And one of us will respond or comment. You know, we're all here to help each other grow, you know, help you with anything that you're struggling through. So, If you guys just want to have that safe space, join our Creative Photo Booth Podcast group on Facebook. It's always growing and there are lots of conversations starting. So it's fun. Definitely join. (laughs) I guess that wraps everything up. So we will see you guys again next Thursday. Bye, guys. Bye. That's a wrap on the Creative Photo Booth Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and download so we can keep this conversation going. We want to hear from you. So send us an email at creativephotoboothpodcast at gmail.com. 
We'll be taking questions and requests. So let us know if there's a topic you want to hear. Until then, we'll see you next Thursday.